You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Scott Feibush. A local state lawmaker says a casino in Rochester would be a hard sell for her. A proposed new gaming compact for the Seneca Nation would allow for a casino in Rochester, but local and state leaders say they weren't notified about the issue. Assemblymember Sarah Clark represents the 136th District, which covers Arundaquite, Brighton, and parts of Rochester. She says casinos can cause harm to communities that already have high levels of poverty. Putting a casino on sovereign land in the middle of our downtown on so many levels to me, it doesn't sit right. I'm not comfortable with it. And, you know, if you look at Niagara Falls, uh, where the Seneca Nation, they are doing great there. But I think the rest of the, the city has really struggled. Clark was a guest on WXXI's Connections with Evan Dawson. She says the Assembly will discuss the issue next week. The state Senate already approved moving forward with negotiating the new gaming compact. Thousands more parents around New York State are about to get 12 weeks of paid family leave. Governor Kathy Hochul announced the expansion of paid leave to include three of the state's largest labor unions. Previously, Hochul announced coverage for the private sector and certain state employees. Addressing union representatives at the Albany Labor Temple on Tuesday, Hochul said while the U.S. is an industrial nation without federal paid parental leave, things are done differently in New York. So it's good for families' economic security, it's good for maternal health, and it's good for workforce retention. So what could be wrong with that? Those are all wonderful goals. But in our country, we're one of those industrialized nations that is not on the list of those who are really taking care of their families. United University Professions President Fred Cole said 12 weeks of fully paid parental leave is included in their tentative agreement with the state. He says it will give their members the ability to bond with a new child without having to worry about the financial burden of taking time off from work. The state Labor Department is also launching a statewide paternity awareness campaign to highlight the benefits available to new and expectant fathers. Monroe Community College students will have the opportunity to receive financial coaching starting this fall. The National Council for Workforce Education awarded MCC a $138,000 grant to develop the program. Sylvia Mendez is the Assistant Director of Financial Aid. She says one of the goals is to increase graduation rates by helping students out of financial insecurity. What we see is that our students are hungry and that there is food insecurities and there's housing insecurity with our students. And and, and I, you know, I deal with students on a one-on-one basis every day and students come into my office and they need help. Mendez says 30 to 40 students will be able to enroll in the program each semester. They will learn about budgeting, savings, investment, and credit. A group of religious leaders met Tuesday in Rochester to hold a summit on gun violence and how to prevent it. Hannah Jones is the director of organizing for Brady United, a gun violence prevention initiative. She says she didn't think of herself as a victim of gun violence until recently. Nowadays, we speak about victims of gun violence from the horrific uh, mass shootings. But people who witness gang violence growing up or um, in our most impacted communities, uh, I've never saw myself as a victim of gun violence. But based on how we define that, yes, sir. Brady was one organization that presented on Tuesday regarding gun trace data during the event held at a downtown church. The summit also included several presentations, one of them a keynote speech from Attorney General Letitia James. New York public schools have new guidance on the use of students' preferred names and pronouns. As Sabrina Garone reports, teachers are not required to inform parents about their child's gender identity. Under the framework from the state education department, students can request their preferred name and pronouns be used in school without parental consent. However, situations will be addressed on a case-by-case basis, taking into account the student's age, maturity, and mental health. The state says the goal is to promote student 
privacy and confidentiality. Under federal and state law, changing names and pronouns on official school records is required by districts if documentation of a legal name change is provided. The guidance also allows students to use the restroom that aligns with their gender identity and recommends teachers stray away from using boys and girls to address their class. For WXXI News, I'm Sabrina Garone.